Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to yet another wonderful episode of In Your Piel. Today I'm really excited to interview somebody that's a little different, but she has a really amazing story and she's going to inspire all of you that are listening right now. Her Instagram handle is Lashes by Sane. Uh, she's from she lives in she's in Brandon she's in Brandon Florida she's from Chicago, and her name is Chanel. She's a mother of two, and she's just really sweet. And I want to share her story, and I just want to welcome her to the podcast. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Like you have no idea how excited I am to be. I am to this be here. So <laughs> Thank you so awesome. much for the opportunity. Really. I, lo- I love you having people that are excited because that means that they'll be good talkers and good storytellers. So yes. let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so Chanel, why don't you tell us your story? How do you get started out in the industry? You have a really good Instagram page with your lashes. That's why I reached out to you. And I just want to know, like, how did, how, did you be, how did you join the crazy industry of lashing? So um, I started... Um... Originally, I am a medical assistant and phlebotomist, so I cool. I started that for I was doing that since I was nineteen, and um, I was like, and then I turned thirty, <laughs> and I was like, what is else that I can do? Um, and not only that, I turned thirty. Honestly, what happened was really I went to it was my bachelorette, and I um, it was a gift I was getting my lashes done, and I was like. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It was just a gift. My sister-in-law was like, go get your lashes done. And um, I went and got them done and I went home and I YouTubed it. And I was like, I could do this. I was like, hold on, I could I could do this. And then I just started researching. But going back to what I was saying, I, I started off as a medical assistant for bottom and I've always wanted to do something in the beauty industry because also my mom is a hairstylist. So I grew up in a beauty salon. So I always knew that I always wanted to do something with that, but I went on as a medical assistant and for the bottom is because I felt that was the safest thing to do at the moment. And um, so I just chose to do that. And plus I was a young mom. I had my son at 18. So I decided to, that was the first thing I did. So I I needed to have something stable so that I went in and did that. Um, But I feel like I'm jumping because I want to tell you everything. (laughs) But... (laughs) Yes, I started off really as a medical assistant. And then I, like I said, I went and got my lashes done and I was like, I know I could do this. And I did more research about it. And I started like 
Um, then I realized one of my cousins actually was doing lashes and I was like, okay, um, if you're doing it, I'm like, I see how you're doing it. I asked her some questions. She helped me out a lot in the beginning, um, as far as like getting on to it. And I did my research and I looked it up and I went to, to take my course. Um, and I, it was a one day course and I went home and I practiced for three months and a mannequin. I didn't touch nobody. I was like, I was so scared to do it on anybody. So, um, until one day that I was like, I think I'm ready to do it on someone. And my friend, um, she was so kind. And, and I always, I always tell her she's the face of saints because honestly of my brand, because she's literally been there since day one. And she was there for five hours laying on my couch while I did her lashes. Um, and after that, I was like, I think I'm ready. And what I did was just, um, started taking models as far as like all my friends, I got all my friends involved and they came in. I remember I took one day, we all came over and I did all of their lashes and I started from there. And then I was like, I got my Instagram going. Then I went and got my Facebook going. And then, um, I started to post on Facebook groups. I started posting on Facebook groups. I I'm not from here. So I, I didn't, all the people that I know, the small group I know is really like coworkers that I worked with or so, or that I went to medical assistance school with. But other than that, I didn't know. And so I had to build my clientele from ground up, you know, everything from ground up because I really didn't know anybody to like give me that help or, you know, my friends. Yeah. But it was just a group of friends. So it's not like I had a big clientele or they can tell people that knew me. Um, so I just, went on Facebook and I would call it how I pretty much build my clientele. I would call it um, marketing Mondays. Every Monday I would wake up cause I was like my day off. Um, mm -hmm. I would wake up and literally post on all these groups. I would, I would even post an offer up. <laughs> I would post in everywhere, everywhere. I was posting everywhere. Um, about my business, about lashes. Yeah. And I was always, um, I started with, with a reasonable price. And then as, the time went on, I, I did go up on my price. But other than that, um, I just, I just literally started in, in building a clientele just like that. And with all the, the resources and everything that I had around me, um, I literally just, you know, it was a one day course. So I really, it, you can take so much from a one day, you know, so you have to really learn everything pretty much on your own. So I pretty much always kind of say I'm self-taught at the same time because it's just so much that I had to learn outside of that. Um, so there's a lot of things that I had to research and realize with everything, with everything in the lash industry, you know. So I, I really had to do everything on my own and build my clientele, like I said, from my own. Um, mm -hmm. It was really tough in the beginning, not going to lie, Um as far as like getting people to share and stuff like that. Uh, and it, it was really, and that's one thing I always tell everyone who wants to start something. Don't let, I actually told my friend this today, don't let your numbers determine your motivation. You know, don't let yes. none of that, because you literally have to, do you have to be your own motivation? You know, you share your own thing, share everything. People will watch, people are watching, you know, and that's just, how it is. You have to be always motivated and don't let numbers or people not sharing your stuff, you know, not determine your motivation pretty much, you know? 
Absolutely. No, that's so, so important. And that's actually a perfect segue into my next question. I want to talk about you being a mom and being in this industry. And I know owning your own business is forgiving when you have children because you can balance your schedule and you can make everything work the way you want to do and you, you, you want to have your, your kids grow up with you around. Yeah. So maybe you can talk about how being a mom has helped your career. Yes. So I, um, like I said, back then I had my son when I was 18 years old. So I, he motivated me a lot to, to basically start doing something for myself. And that's what I, I, like I said before, went to the medical assistant. And then now, um, then I had my daughter nine years later, I was like, I had my daughter nine years later and she kind of like also made me realize what else am I doing? And that's what really like, they both pushed me in different directions. But like after having my daughter, I really was like, what am I really doing for me? You know, it was mm -hmm. like, what am I doing for me that I can give to them in the future? You know, because right now, yes, I am. I was working and stuff like that, but I wasn't, I feel like it was just paycheck to paycheck without no fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So um, I just, was like, what can I do? And that's when I did it. And they've literally been my motivation. I want to show them that they have so much power for their life mm -hmm. that they don't need, you know, if they have a nine to five, work in that nine to five and thrive in that nine to five. But if you can know the power that you have still on your own, um, even like I said, with a nine to five or without a nine to five. Um, and that's what it pretty much what I started this. It was to show them the power of your mind, the power of they, they have power that they have to do things on their own. And yes. um, that's pretty much what I want them to see from out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I want them mm -hmm. to see that they could do so much and they could literally live their dreams. And I feel like, exactly. you know, anyone, I, I really didn't know that you can literally live your dreams and you really can't like you, I sometimes wake up and I'm like, I'm, I'm really living what I've always wanted, you know? But I can't say that I always wanted to do lashes because this I didn't know about lashes. I didn't yeah, know about lashes yeah, until three years ago, you know. So it's, it's I, but I knew I wanted to do something, and I'm sure a lot of people like you know oh, they want to do something, but they just don't know. They they haven't found their niche, you know, like how people say, yeah. you know. But that's yeah. pretty much how they motivated me to stay focused. Um, and last September, I put in my two weeks for, you know, my job. So I do this full time now because um, nice. I was working at a corporate job. And um, but yeah, I put in my two weeks and my boss said, why are you quitting? I said, because I want to see what I can bring to the table for myself. And that's pretty nice. much why, why I did it. And and it was, you know, that and like I said, too, for them, too, I needed to, uh -huh. to show myself and show them that they could do anything as possible. That that's good. And I love that you didn't burn the bridge at your last job and be like, oh, this place sucks. Right. Like, no, you, you keep that as a, you keep it in your back pocket. No, it was a great job. It was strong. from all my corporate jobs that that last job I had, it was a really good job. It, it really was. There were great people. Uh, management was awesome. And um, a lot of people don't get to say that management is awesome at their jobs. And management was really awesome at the job that I was at. So I don't have no complaints with them. I just wanted to really know what I could bring to the table You're for myself. You're doing your own thing. Yeah. yeah. Life is short. We have to do what we're, what we're meant to be doing. So yeah. I totally 
applaud you for taking that step and being an entrepreneur is yeah especially now everyone's recovering from the pandemic every everyone's scared everyone's scared to actually the the pandemic was where i um where i literally kick off kicked off it was like where i blew up was when the pandemic happened which was crazy which is really mm-hmm. cra- that's when I got my shop. Um, I ended up getting a studio. Um, I'm back at home now because I got a space. Like I, I, we mentioned before, I've told talked to you before um, that I I got my you know I ended up going back home because I I found me a bigger home with a studio here. But um, nice. and plus you know Florida, the rents are not too easy to to yeah. <laughs> right now. It's just crazy. Everything's going up. <laughs> yes, you gotta do do what you gotta do. Yes, no. Exactly. So you're, but, you're you know, moving already. on is just, you know, from here is, is for bigger things. You know, the reason uh-huh. following God's plan, you know, exactly. You have to just keep following, keep net- your network is your network. <laughs> yes. So you have to just keep doing that and keep in touch with everybody. And actually, I think it's really cool that you're also a phlebotomist because you were mentioning before we before we hit record that you're going to a, you're in aesthetic school. You're thinking about that. So that's a really lucrative field. If you can extract people's blood you can right. do prp treatments and you can work at a medi spa doing that yeah yeah you can do lashes yeah so yeah botox sounds really interesting and i've really been looking at stuff like that lately for some reason too that'll be i mean this guy's the limit yeah you. You do whatever you want and no you are awesome and actually that is a great segment into my next question <laughs> when i want to talk about training resources i know you were self-taught but I don't know if there's anything that you found out about recently and be like, huh, I would have had to eat a lot less caca <laughs> in the beginning had I known about this. So I don't know um, if there's any training resources you think more women of color should know about or just advice for people that want to just do train themselves. How, how did you actually train yourself kind of thing? Well, I did so many things. Um, I actually, um, I'm actually doing another online training right now through Paris Lash Academy. Um, I decided to just take their online course. Um, it's a lash course, um, and it's more on the volume um, part of the lashes. So I just decided to do that just to see what their techniques are, what what they show. Um, but when when it comes to all the training and all that I really did everything like I did a lot of I went on YouTube I also went um like I looked at a lot of dermatologists in um, videos regarding like eyes and like you know with we um regarding like eyelashes with what dermatologists pretty much have to say about eyelashes and stuff like that I did a lot of that because uh, my sister-in-law developed, um, prior to me doing lashes, she had developed an allergic reaction. So that kind of like showed, like kind of put me like, mm, what's going on here? What is this? Cause there wasn't a lot of, I'm in a lot of lash groups, but no one really talks about stuff like that. No one. And that's probably one of the things that they, no one talks about, um, in the lash industry as the, you know, they do, but they, they don't, they don't really have like, uh, what's the source of it? You know, they have a lot of, this could be it, this could be that, it could be this, it could be that. So 
there's a lot of things that is just, just not down to the T of what's like the source of it, you know, because everyone's different. Everyone has different allergy issues, different, you know, things. So everyone's just different. So now um, they have developed this new clear glue that is sensitive. And I actually tried it on my sister-in-law and it worked and nothing happened, you know, nothing, no allergic reaction or anything like that. But Honestly, I can say three years ago when I started, uh, I'm about to have three years in the lash industry. Uh, when I started, um, that wasn't around. That glue wasn't around. It was it was a black glue and it was sensitive, but it really, um, that carbon black in the glue can really have an effect on people's lashes, on eyelids, you know, the reaction to it. Um, so they took out the carbon black of it and that's a lot, that's what makes it sensitive. So before it wasn't like that. Um, so now there's, there's that, there's more options for that. Um, there's actually more with, um, with volume. Now people can have pre-made volume, you know what I mean? Like they can make their own, the fans. yeah, they yeah. can do it on their own, you know, like not on like you on your own. I'm saying like, <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't say that, <laughs> but right. no, let's not do that. I, I, I'm meaning more like, um, you can do the work and, and you don't have to sit there and make do a three hour job. You know what I mean? There's resources that way too, that you can literally, yeah, you can speed up your process and still give a beautiful work, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of research as far as still all these training of the, all these people that give out online training. I'm actually, I, like I said, I'm taking one right now, but um, I would like to continue taking other ones that I see that are online or however, if I can go in person, I just don't have a lot of people here in Florida. I don't know a lot of people in Florida with, with lashes. Um, I know I have people in my Instagram that do lashes, but as far as like the teaching or continue education about it, you know, something that I don't know already, you know, they are, they're teaching, but it's just something that something that I don't know, you know, like I would say like a hair, you know, like a hair industry, you know, in the hair industry, they like come to the conventions because we've got continue education yeah. or anything like that. We don't have that. So yeah. it's kind of like, you got to really, when it comes to that, you really have to just do your own research on everything mm -hmm. on everything. And I feel like it's a lot of just knowing the network and knowing the people. I bet yeah. the resources are out there, but it's just hard to know where to look, where to start. So yeah. this is giving the wheels are turning because yeah. I told you I'm, I'm going to be moving soon. So we, we're, we're going to start something. We're going to create an empire down there. Yes. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> hey, Chanel, why don't we talk about just things that get on your nerves in the industry like what's something that needs to stop in the lashing industry is there something you want to just rant about or um, is everything perfect <laughs> everything i don't I, I honestly i try not to get too much into that um because i really like when i first started just a quick backstory on that i i when i first started i try not to look at too many um other lashes or other people all the, all the artists because it was just like mm -hmm. too many different everybody has their own way of doing lashes it goes back to saying Absolutely. there's no like set resource for it it's mm -hmm. just pretty much scattered one girl says um 
you could use 25 mm. The other girl's like, no, you, I'm not going to go up more than 12 mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, you really don't know what's, what's right or wrong for your, for your lashes. You know, you're, you know, what's right or wrong. And you realize, okay, if you, if I go really long and if I use 25, it might just not last last longer. I can put it, but it's just not going to last, you know, and versus a 12 mm. And then it's, that whole fight back and forth, like, no, you can't use that. I could use that. And, or like people not liking, um, lash artists using pre-mades, which I find pre-mades when I first, first started, I was using easy fanning. Then I moved on. I found out pre-mades. I found them. And, um, I was like, well, I'm going to use this cause it's going to take time. It's not going to, you know, give me that much time. I started using them. They showed me how to use a volume fan. A volume fan. They showed me how it, they they're supposed to look. It showed me just how to hold it. It showed me all the resources to basically as a beginner. I always recommend it. Like my students, people that I teach, I tell please if you're gonna if you're gonna start with something, start with premates. Start there. Don't mm-hmm. break your head. Do not break your head trying to make fans because fans are super hard to make in the beginning. Yeah. Some people take it and they they run with it. They they have it. Some people don't, and it's that's okay. So that's just my thing of like bashing girls who use premates. I really don't like that um, that they do that because everyone has to start somewhere, and. Um, <laughs> There's similar things in the aesthetics industry. There's a lot of just bashing and cattiness, and like yeah. I'm not for it either. I don't. I don't care. Like everybody does everything different. Yes. As long as you're being clean, as long as you're being sanitary. Right. Exactly. 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 And it's if if the client's happy, so what? <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Like if your client is happy. And I'm like, and I look at the lashes and I'm like, mm, I know that I could probably do better. That's not my business. <laughs> That's not my business if I could do better or not. You know what I mean? Just have the clients happy. You use that as inspiration in yeah. your mind, but you don't say anything. Yeah, exactly. So. I just don't. I love that. I, I don't that's mind. A good way to, that's a good way to be. Yeah, I, I don't. I, why would I sit here and try to? No, I know what I'm doing. And I, that's why I'm going to continue doing my own thing. And um because like I said, there's no set manual for lashing. Everyone pretty much do their own thing with it. So. Absolutely. <laughs> no, this is great. I definitely want to stay in touch. I know everyone that's listening. They want to come to you. They'll fly down to Tampa and get their <laughs> lashes done with you. <laughs> come see me. And how, <laughs> how, how can we support you? Following you on Instagram? Yes. Do you have any specials coming up? Um, Lashes by Saints on Instagram. I am going to be making my official um, name by Insanely Lashed um, very soon. So my name should be changing to Insanely Lashed, but Lashes by Saints will still be there. Um, everyone's still going to know it still by Lashes by Saints. Um, I will be having um, lash trays. I will also be having glues. I am going to be having that sensitive glue. Um, that's the main one I really want to bring out, um, first. Um, and I also always carry, um, lash baths with me. So, and I ship all United States, at least for right now. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've never had my lashes done, but I'm excited. Yes, for you, you should definitely enjoy. come. That would be so cool. <laughs> I will not know how to behave once I have my lashes done. <laughs> A warning is an addiction. They're very addicting. Very addicting. <laughs> I will be uncontrollable with my Colombian accent and my eyelashes. So watch out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> watch out now. Uh, time for low Colombian. So <laughs> that's good. I'm excited. <laughs> Okay, I'm excited well, it's too. Been a pl- <laughs> it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Stay tuned every Saturday. There are new episodes, and I look forward to introducing you to more amazing women of color in yes. the beauty industry. Take care. I hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you. Expect new episodes every Friday, so make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at Beauty Traducida for daily skincare content. Also, let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode. We would love to hear your story.